all right, how do you want to do this? How do you want, how do you want to flow? Let's, let's talk about this. So, or you want to really wing it? I like a nice wing. You like a nice wing? Yeah. I know you do. I like a nice wing. I know. Figure it I, out I as just, you go. I know. I know. I just feel, okay. All right. I'm just out of the game. Find your spot, put it in park. Here we go. It's the Free Parking Podcast, presented by Office Jockeys, racing to the weekend. What is going on, everybody? Deaver here with the Free Parking Podcast alongside my co-host, Bush. What's up, Deves? Yo, it's been a minute since we've been back with the, with the listeners here, bro. Very long time coming. Very long time. Life got busy. Life got super busy. September, mm-hmm. October, once COVID restrictions started to lift a little bit, life got, you moved. Mm-hmm. moved. I mm-hmm. moved as well. Plus, our day jobs got busy again. Sports oh, yeah. Two LPGA events under, under my hat past couple of weeks. Finally settled into the new place. Finally, life is somewhat getting back to normal and just in time for the holidays. Just in time for the holidays, man. Thanksgiving, bro. Thanksgiving this year, is, it, was, it stunk, bro, because we didn't get to see all the boys. You didn't get to go out the night before, get absolutely, you know, whatever you get that night before. You just didn't get that this year. It was so strange being away for Thanksgiving the first time. Uh, I went to the beach on Thanksgiving. I stayed down here uh, at FPP Tampa, went to the beach on Thanksgiving, had a fantastic dinner out. Uh, super strange, though, not being with friends and fam. That was weird. Yeah, without a doubt. And normally Thanksgiving time is when you see those people you haven't seen in a while. And like, now that you live down in Florida, bro, that's, that's the time we get to see you. Like, you know, we get you over the summer for a couple months. We, we do, but you know, we always talk about this time of the year. It's like, yo, this is when he comes back this is when we get to hang out. It's been marked on the calendar. It was marked on the calendar the entire time. We didn't, mm-hmm. we didn't get that. Uh, but I will be seeing you shortly. We might have an FPP Christmas party coming up for the guys to get everybody back <laughs> together. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, bro. That's going to be great. Not much traction in the group chat, though. We're going to have to have a word with the boys. I made a whole invitation and everything. They're going to get an Evite. They're going to get a jib-jab Evite for that one, too. <laughs> We're going to have to send out a survey monkey. We're going to have to send out everything, bro. Hey, what, uh, what appetizer are you bringing? Me? Uh, buffalo chicken dip, obviously. Okay. Buffalo chicken dip. And then uh, I have about 40 cases of McUltra left over from one of our LPGA tournaments. So I don't know how I'm going to get it up to New Jersey, but let's just say I'll be drinking McUltra until I think they're good through April. So as, as wow. many McUltras as I could drink through April. So wow. good thing I like light beer. Yeah, what's your game plan on there, brother? How are you getting those 800 beers you have from the tournament up to Jersey? Here? I could drive. I could drive them. You're I could nuts. drive them. You're nuts. I could drive them. That. I know. You could. I, um, I could, but, uh, but I'm nuts. And you can't really ship booze, especially, I mean, I'm, we moved them all. They're pretty heavy. It's not like I can <laughs> ship them. So uh, we'll figure that one out. Hey, before we get started on kind of a sports recap, because we missed a lot. I feel like at the same time we were speeding up, sports were speeding up, obviously, as well. And it was almost too much for us to keep up with, right? You had mm-hmm. everything going on at once where we had a little lull. But, you know, back in the day when baseball kicked off in the summer, Football was just getting going. Everything was kicking at one time with NBA and NHL playoffs. Before we do that, I want to give a quick thank you to all the fans, all the listeners. Everybody kind of kept posted on social media and internally. Fundy, big shout out to Fundy for keeping things rolling uh, with the content creation game as uh, you know, Bush and I were kind of hunkered in. So 
thanks to you guys for tuning back into episode 47. And we're excited to kind of keep this thing rolling now that our lives have, you know, teetered, teetered back to a, a normal pace a little bit. 100%. Big shout out to Fundy, like you said, bro. Yo, he's been our anchor while, you know, you and I have been on our hiatus here. Fundy, yo, Fundy, Fundy's got it, bro. We might have to talk a contract extension on him. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. And not to mention uh, the gaming stuff. Did he get a PC computer? He did. He did. Is, uh, and did we'll, I unveil that? Is that unveiled too soon? It's a little, it's a little soon. We'll get okay. to that whole portion okay. at the very, very end. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and lastly, dude, shout out to you, man, cranking on the esports stuff. If you haven't checked him out, Twitch yeah. at Bushwhack Gaming uh, and a ton of other guys, another guy's joined the crew. Indeed. Once again, dude, we have so much to announce at the very end. So stick okay. around to the sorry, very sorry, end. Sorry. I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting, getting stick, stick around to the very end. We will give you guys all the updates. I can't wait to tell you guys what's going on with the free parking world. So let's start. Uh, where do you want to start? We miss Yo, so let's much. start with, let's start with this right here. I think brother. we do. I think we start close to me and we start with the Tampa Bay lightning winning the Stanley cup championship. Uh, honestly, this one sucked for me. I'll be honest, this one sucked. And, and the reason it sucked is because I wasn't here to witness it. I wasn't here to go mm. to the parade. I wasn't mm. here to not practice social distancing with all the, all the flirtings down here. Uh, I was in New Jersey, out of all places. I went back the other way <laughs> to run one of our golf tournaments. I watched the Tempe Lightning win from my hotel room as I was seeing social media blow up down here with everybody you know, partying in the streets. The parade happened. I was still up there running a golf tournament. Everybody was down here in the streets, passing around, around the Stanley Cup, taking sips out of it. And the reason that stinks so much, not just because I'm like, I live in the city where somebody won, but is mm-hmm. they were, they were, you know, I don't believe in second teams, but they're my second team, yeah. right? I live here. Yeah. I went to more lightning games this year than I did Flyers games. I went to the home opener. I went to one maybe every single other week up until Bryce and Nader flew down here to go to the lightning Flyers game the day that the NHL shut down. So from yes. start to finish, I was a part of this lightning season. Little do you know, I was from start to finish, I was a part of this lightning team. Overtime victories. I saw one game where they scored about nine goals, I believe, against the Sharks. <laughs> um, and the last, the last bit was we had tickets that day before COVID shut down. We talked about it on a previous podcast. We're about to go to the stadium. Uh, you know, NHL season suspended. So uh, them winning, me not being here, and being so much a part of the season up until that point, that sucked. Yeah, I can I can't imagine, especially because you know, you're solidifying your roots down there. You know, you want to hang out with the crowd. You want to get rowdy with the boys yeah, every time, you know, that when a team wins down there. And hopefully the time you're down there too, you know, those Tampa Bay Buccaneers can get a Super Bowl for you too. So who knows, bro? But yo, listen, I know you just said you don't believe in second teams that much. The I you know me, not not the biggest hockey guy, but I am a big Flyers fan. I love the Flyers, as you can see right there. Uh and dude, long story short. You got me onto the you got me onto the lightning, bro. I love their logo. Their logo's fire, absolutely fire, and I just the, I, I love the it. logo, the colors, and then a lot of guys on their team are just lovable guys. And hats off to them for for winning a lot of their first right. Um, we know Steven Stamkos couldn't play much of the finals, but Victor Hedman's kind of always been a reason I like the Lightning. Big defenseman, number seventy-seven. Um, awesome to see him win it. Uh, Vasilevsky is you know instilled himself as one of the best goaltenders in the league right now um Kucherov uh Pat Maroon gets another one so the list kind of goes on and on some young guys Braden Point um Sergeyev on the defensive crew uh that's a tough one uh yeah exciting exciting for those guys for sure 
And in that whole Stanley Cup playoff bracket thing that we did, we did a whole challenge. One, yeah. I can't recall who won that, but I, I had the Dallas Stars going to the, to the Cup there, bro, and I, I didn't see a way for the Tampa Bay Lightning to, to outscore the Stars. And sure enough, bro, you were at a game where they put up nine goals. It was only a matter of time until they were able to break out and, and get those goals to beat the Stars there, bro. Even though Dallas was a physical team, they have some big bodies with, you know, with Ben and, and Sagan and, um, you know, throwing their weight around some good experience with uh, Pavelski on the back end too, uh, coming over from San Jose and Captain America, basically. Mm-hmm. The Lightning combined the physicality as well as the high-powered offense, the high-powered power play. Um, Nikita Kucherov is one of the best goal scorers in the league. And the combination of everything that worked together at the right time at the same time. Now, we knew they were a favorite coming into the season, even though their early exit last year. It just it just shows what it takes to win that championship from back to front, defense, top line to fourth line, goaltending, the whole thing. Um, and so congrats to them. Congratulations, Tampa Bay Lightning. That was sick. The coolest part of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Did you see my pictures on Instagram? You saw my, you saw my Stanley Cup picture. Did you see that part? I, I absolutely did. So with the Tampa Bay Lightning winning the Stanley Cup, uh, they sponsored our golf tournament down here in Florida. Big partners, big shout out, you know, shout out to the Lightning. Offered to send the Stanley Cup over to our golf course for the event. And I was the guy who met the keeper of the cup in the parking lot to help him carry the carrying case of the cup out to the golf course. <laughs> Like, and you know me, I'm like the world's biggest hockey fan. I was kind of drooling over the entire thing. I get the phone call. Hey, uh, Stanley Cup's here. Can you go help him out? Go meet him. It's a black flight case, probably the size of like a, a, a Yeti cooler. Yep. Hey, hey man, you want to grab the one side? Grab the side of it. Carried it so, so carefully, like a baby <laughs> out, to, out to the golf course, put it on one of the tee boxes. He opens it up right there in front of me. And now picture, it's a beautiful, beautiful fall Florida day. 75 degrees not a cloud in the sky and he opens up this black flight case and all of a sudden you see on the inside it's just a glistening <laughs> Stanley Cup all the names all the champions right there right right in front right in front of me and I go to grab any punt no <laughs> I go he goes he puts the white gloves on grabs it puts on the table but it was there for about four or five hours I stood there the entire time uh super super cool experience and uh, thanks for those guys for Give it, to it took too, way too many pictures of it, but it was awesome. I could have stayed there all day. I could have read every yeah. single name. I could have read every single yeah. name I wanted to. Bro, that's, that's insane. He, t- he told me a couple of cool tidbits or like stories about it. I'm sure he could have gone on with forever. And there was a couple that he told me about um, its travels, right? Because they travel with it for all the, play- you know, with the players throughout the mm-hmm. summer. But a couple of cool stories about the cup itself. I mean, it's been everywhere, right? So it's been drinking out of, eaten out of, dropped, babies put in it, puppies put in it, et cetera, et cetera. But even the, like, the engraving on it, there's, there's actually some mistakes. It's the oldest trophy in North American sports. It never changes. Mm-hmm. They just add bands, you know, add bands to it. Yep. Uh, and a couple times, there's a famous goaltender, uh, Jacques Plant. Um, I don't know if you know that name. It's a very old uh, NHL goaltender. But his name okay. is inscribed on there four different ways. He won four consecutive years. Each year, his name is inscribed on there in a different fashion. So the one year it's like J plant and the next year it's like J A Q plant. And then the year <laughs> after that, it's like Jacques plant. And then it's like J A Q till dad. It's every, every four years in a row. And this year, and this year, Pat Maroon. So 2020, you think email communication, spell check, the whole thing, it, yeah. no, no mistakes, right? Pat Maroon's name this year is different than Pat Maroon's name last year. And he won with the St. Louis blues last year. 
So uh, do they get to choose? Who's in charge they, of this? Stop messing so, up. So they get to choose. Now, I don't know who messed up this time, but they get the players submit it to the team who then submits it to the league to put it on the cup. So Pat, I for, Pat wants Patrick. It's Patrick Maroon. That's what he wants to come. I'm pretty sure that's what he had last year or this year. I forget, but vice versa. One of the times it got submitted accidentally as Pat Maroon. So mm. last year he's Patrick. This year he's Pat. Um, and that, they'll say they're forever. Like they don't change it. Like no takesy backsies. It's over. Wow. That, that dude, that's pretty cool. That's awesome that you got that experience. Yo, is the keeper of the cup, how long has he been doing it? Is it the same guy? There's two different guys. And the one guy I uh, want to give him a shout out at, uh, at Stanley Cup Dave on Instagram. Uh, he was the, they work for the Hockey Hall of Fame. So they, they travel throughout the summer. With it. It's not the guy you see on TV who takes it out. Obviously, they work really close with him. But it's not the guy you see on TV with the white hair that takes it out um, to you know, give it to the commissioner to give to the, the champion. Right. Um, is that the other guy? These are the other guys. Okay. Yeah, these are the other guys. The, the kind of like the traveling crew. But they've been doing it for you know, 10, 20 years you know, combined. They have, I, I sat down with them for lunch. <laughs> and they had one story and they might, they might text me after this and take it off the podcast. But they, there was one story they were talking about. Um, the conversation about, was about TMZ getting involved okay. with the Stanley cup. So this year due to social distancing, right? The guys have really had a different run of it with the players. They haven't been able to take it to all of their homes yet. They haven't been able to take it to uh, really any of the, any of the players homes. And that's usually the tour that it's on. Um, this year though, it stayed instead of flying to, you know, Canada and Europe and California, et cetera, it stayed in Tampa for them to enjoy. So a certain amount of guys who live in Tampa currently have had their day with the cup or also had some extracurricular, you know, events or activities, truthfully, like charity events, things like that to take the, the cup around mm -hmm. to. Well, one of those extracurricular activities, uh, there was a shot of one of the players, I believe it was Patrick Maroon drinking out of the cup and due to COVID regulations, I'm pretty sure drinking out of the cup is X nay, at least for after they got their wrist slapped due right. to all the partying they did after winning the Stanley cup. Right. So that picture gets taken, put on TMZ, look at these lightning fools, not social distancing, but actually from eyewitness reports, he's pouring it into his mouth like that. So he's actually funneling the beer out of the Stanley Cup, he's no lips, no lips on the cup, which is cool. That's a little, a little fountain. He's little fountain. Yeah, that's okay. that's okay. that's thumbs up. No problems there. Yeah, but of the course. picture, the way the media makes it look, is that he's actually guzzling it, lips on the cup, and you know, spreading COVID nineteen around the world. So anyway, we got on this tangent about TMZ because somebody bought that photo, put it out there to kind of bad math, etc. This not their first running with TMZ. Their first running with TMZ was in Los Angeles during one of the King Stanley Cups. And the keeper of the cup was on the bus with the guys. They're pulling up to this. I think one of the guys, their day with it, they ended at a nightclub um, to, to party with the Stanley Cup. The keeper of the cup sat at the back of the bus as the guys took it off the bus and headed into wherever, you know, whatever club they were going to. Well, as the commotion, the paparazzi were taking pictures of the guys taking it into the nightclub, the keeper of the cup got caught up. And the keeper of the cup is his really, you know, he keeps eyes on it and makes sure nobody does anything truly wrong with the mm -hmm. cup during its time somewhere. Right. He gets out, he goes up to the front door again, picture paparazzi, et cetera. He, he loses the team. And all of a sudden the bouncer at the nightclub is like, Hey man, private party. Doesn't let him in. The keeper of the cup doesn't let him in. He's like, no, no, no. I'm with those guys. I'm with, I'm with the, I'm with the Kings. I, I got to, you know, I'm, I'm the cup guy. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, buddy. Stay outside. So he, he doesn't let him in for probably 20, 30 minutes. And in that time span, they probably already had a couple of rippies at that point in that time span. Once he gets inside, all mayhem is broken loose. Here's this flying everywhere. And there is a midget 
there is a midget sitting in the Stanley Cup. There is a midget sitting in the Stanley Cup. And TMZ has photos of it. So really, it's not a secret story. TMZ has photos of this midget sitting in the Stanley Cup. And those are the two tip, like stories I got from them during our time at lunch, like while all my craziness of work was going on. But I could have sat there forever and just picked their brain on different stories. But not just like puppies and babies and, and cereal. There was a, mid, a midget, a hired midget, I guess. In the, like the one from Wolf of Wall Street like that the they throw on the Wolf target? Exactly. That's exactly what I pictured. That's exactly what I pictured. What? Yeah. 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 So was he- their, job, their job is very important to keep an eye on that Stanley Cup. Bettman was, apparently Bettman was, was not too happy with those guys. Oh my God, dude. That, what a story that is, bro. I just picture in a full Velcro suit and a Velcro dartboard and they're just yep. Yep. launching them, bro. Or like, or like beer pong and I'm into the Stanley cup. That's, <laughs> that's what that, that rendition was. Unbelievable, bro. Yo. Uh, so I guess, uh, you know, great, great Stanley cup talk here, bro. Uh, who are the other championship teams, bro? It's been a while. Uh, Los Angeles Lakers won right after that NBA <sighs> champions. Our guy, LeBron. Ah, that's our guy. That's our guy, bro. Yo, couldn't have been more happy for him. Speaking of the devil, signed a two-year, $85 million deal today. Yeah. Love to see that for him. And, you know, I mean, he's, he's my favorite player. My favorite player chance. of all time. There is a chance that he plays with his son, Bronny, in 2023. If that do- – let's put it this way. If you think that's not going to happen, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're, you're wrong. wrong. If because you think that's, that's not gonna going happen. to happen. The guy, the guy is the coach of every team he's on. He's basically runs the league in in decision making, and, and seriously, he does. He does. Yeah, and you're telling me that his son is not going to play on his team? He'll just pull a Drew Brees or an Eli Manning or whatever the hell it was, and just say, "I'm not playing unless it's the LA Lakers." Yeah, that's it. It's all he's got to do, and he's always playing with his dad for a year. Son makes a couple mil. <laughs> Say it. Or vice versa, Braun goes to another team to play mm. with Bronny. Because that might be the easier that might be at that point in LeBron's career might be the easier switch. Because you got Bronny there for the next hopefully 20. Braun, that's it's probably his last year. It's gotta be his last year. No way. There's no way. You don't think his last year will be 2023 with his son? He signed a two-year, he's playing for four more years. Dude, he's I don't know, man. That league's pretty young. The league is very young and where does he rank with all these young guys still? NBA champion. NBA bro, champion. Yeah. bro, here's yeah. the other yeah. thing, too, about LeBron. Here's the other thing about the GOATs, bro. Tiger, Tom, LeBron. We talk about the GOATs every fucking podcast, bro. But here it is. It doesn't matter how old they get. They have the experience. They have the knowledge to be able to dodge hard hits. They have the experience to know, maybe I'm not going to go up and hit this block right now. A young guy would. I'll let you get the two points. I'll just go down the offensive end and just get those two points right back. Dude, it's it, it. The older you get, the smarter you get, the longer you're able to stay in the league. Regardless, I think back to the point of it is that the Lakers being the franchise they are, I don't know if they're going to keep LeBron past that two-year contract, you know, to get Bronny, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if they can't yeah. get Bronny, like, so LeBron would then leave and go to, I don't know who's going to be bad in five years when Bronny's in the draft. Is it Philadelphia 76ers. Probably. <laughs> you know what? You're, you're pretty – where's a, where's a future bet on that? Bronny yeah. gets picked up by the Sixers. But, yeah, oh. the Pelicans again or the Hornets or Bronny yeah. in a Sixers jersey. 
Dude, can we get a Can we get a Photoshop of that? I kind of need like it, it, bro. I kind of like do, it. Yo, work your magic, Bronny and Sixers jersey, bro. I kind of like it. Oh my god! And then and then James is like, yo, I want to go to Philly for a couple of years, play with my son, and then see it. Real quick, talking about Bronny, we're going on a tangent here, but did you see how big he grew in the past like three months? So it's Taco Tuesdays, bro. They put something in them. It's a wine, wine bud and Taco Tuesday. Dude, he grew so <laughs> much over quarantine. I swear to God. He's eating so many tacos. Stoned as a goat. Stoned like the goat. Dude, he grew like maybe six inches and like 60 pounds. Yeah. I he mean, still like his dad. Well, the reason yeah. I brought that up is the Photoshop won't look right because maybe I'll put Bronny's head on LeBron's body in a Sixers jersey. Oh. Dude, please. Because he's going to look like that, not like the string bean that he was. Yeah, and I rip the hashtag at the bottom, hashtag wine, bud, taco. Taco, taco, bud, wine. Tacos, bud, and wine. We'll work on this one, but taco. Yeah. Maybe it's every day of the week. Maybe it's like Taco Tuesday, and it's like wine Wednesday, and it's like spark bud up Fridays. Saturday. Bud <laughs> yeah. Fridays. Yeah, bud, bud Fridays. <laughs> you can obviously tell we're a huge basketball guys because I, I kind of just skipped over the entire thing. Uh <laughs> I think this episode, though, we'll do more of like a recap, right? Well, we got another week or two for the Sixers season to start. Um, We'll talk about the NHL and their 21-22. Like, we'll talk about what's going on now, but we we just needed to catch up, right? Yeah, just got to catch up, bro. Just got to catch up. Speaking of the L.A. Dodgers, bro. I'm happy for him. I'm happy Uh... for him. Did I want the Tampa Bay Rays to win? The, again, another local team. It was it was the LA versus Tampa kind of like championship season, right? You already had the Lightning and the Lakers pinned up against each other, and you were going for either the Rays or the Dodgers. I was leaning heavy on the Rays because selfishly, I was back in town and ready to swing it with uh, all the Rays fans in the streets of St. Pete. Right. Um, but the Dodgers take it, and really, it was their time. It was it, it was their time. They've. You know, been close recently. The Astros, thanks cheaters, uh, mm-hmm. kind of ruined that in the past. Um, we got some big Dodger buddies out on the West Coast uh, that couldn't be happier for their team. Weird year, right? Kobe dies. Both LA teams bring home the chip. Yeah, that's that's definitely definitely not a coincidence. Definitely I, I, not a coincidence. Not a total coincidence. But again, hats off to the, the those guys. I want to do. I want to say one thing about the Rays team, though. The Rays team, I can't name a guy on the team. Mm-hmm. I can't name a guy on the team. Okay. Did they get there because of the shortened season and the accessibility in the MLB to get to the World Series this year? Yo, we said we weren't doing this. We're not doing this. <laughs> yeah, but the we're not, MLB We're not different. putting asterisks on championships this but year. But the MLB we're not is doing different it. this year. Did you see no. the major leagues this year? It no. It was different. It bro, was different. We are not putting asterisks on championships. It was different. Bro. I would say I'm just the, glad we have sports was, back. No, but it was different. Because the other two leagues, I think, had a more traditional, other than the NBA play-in. I don't know. They had some, some book of work to go off of. Baseball started fresh. Fresh. 60 games. Never started. 60 games. Total trap shoot. They play 162. NBA and NHL were used to a playoffs like that. They played 60 instead of 162. And then the playoffs were all wonky, too. And the reason that I'm saying the Rays got that backwards, the reason I'm making my point is that I think this Rays team is actually kind of good, but I think you won't see them together for very long. That, that was my point from the very beginning. Okay. You won't see them together for very long. You won't see this Rays team in three years coming back again like the Dodgers did, coming back again like the Phillies did in 08, 09, whatever. 
I don't think you're going to see him around because they have a lot of guys on rookie deals, a lot of guys on young, on, you know, young-term money, money ball type stuff, yeah. Oakland athletics movie type stuff. Right. Right. Older free agents, guys. I've never, we never heard of before, not household yeah. names. And I think what's going to happen to them is they're going to get paid. They're going to go elsewhere. It's a business, bro. At the end of the day, it's always a a business. And baseball compared to the other ones is a big time money game. It's a big time money game with these contracts, these guaranteed deals, salary cap out the Mm -hmm. wazoo, you know, i.e. Yankees, i.e. Dodgers, Mm i.e. Phillies with Harper, right? Got if you can spend the money, you can buy the players. And with these guys on young, cheap deals here in Tampa and this team not really having the dough to keep them around. Mm. What I'm saying is hopefully it's not one and done for the Rays here but I think it might be one and done for the Rays here. Okay. Yeah. And that's fair enough, bro. I mean, that's fine. Uh, speaking of analytics and stuff and you know, I'm not going to sit here and try to lecture anybody about baseball, but I want to relate the analytic portion over to NFL real quick um, because we got to get into NFL anyway and talk about that. Right. And Deves, mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to go hometown here for a second and oh. just tell you how honestly, and wholeheartedly upset I am with the Philadelphia Eagles fans, not the team. They're fans, bro. I'm sick of it, okay? I'm sick of the hate. I hate the hate, okay? It's not Doug. It's not Wentz, okay? And listen, I know I'm jumping right into this, right? I, I was going to say, right we're into going this. right in. We're going I'm jumping. In. I know I'm yeah. jumping right into this. Yeah. I know. Listen, listeners, I apologize. I'm jumping right into this. I hate the hate, okay? It's Howie Roseman. The guy doesn't know what he's doing anymore. His, his brain was worked too hard in 2017 to get that Super Bowl, and now he doesn't know what to do. Okay, you draft J.J. Arcega-Whiteside over D.K. Metcalf. You draft Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson this past year. Both of those guys, both of them, Deves, are young studs setting rookie records right now. Studs. And the two guys, and the two guys that we picked up – One's hurt. One of them got COVID and almost took out the whole wide receiver core. What is going on, dude? But beyond that, they're not as good as these other two guys that are going to be no. like perennial top 10 wide receivers. Chase Claypool for the Steelers. The Steelers, uh, who? You brought, it, you brought it up. You brought it dude, up. Who? How do these people find – like, why do these other teams just get lucky? Why don't the Eagles just – like, Jalen Rager could have been good. And it's not luck. It's, it's not luck, man. I just think it's, it's good. Like, it's good. Like, and I, I'll talk about, it, talk about it time and time again. The Steelers have a good front office, and they draft very, very well. I don't know how. I don't know what goes on. I don't know what's in the water in Pittsburgh other than, you know, runoff from steel mills from 1930. I don't know. It, it might be great stuff, though, so we should probably grab some. Maybe. But I think systemically looking at the Eagles, everybody likes to look at the flashy players. And we talked about it going into the season with, with the with – the, you know, the, the wide receiver core, the running back help, guys that Wentz is getting the ball to. But I think systemically on the Eagles field right now, there aren't guys – how we did not put guys in place for that team to win. You know what our problem is? You, you truly know what our problem is? Teams are 100% allowed to do whatever they want and be as analytical as they get. The Eagles are overanalyzing mm. every decision they make. The one play where they went for two late in the game because it statistically made sense because if you go for two at this stage of the game, your chances of winning are higher. They don't get it. 
they lose anyway. So they're going, they're going way too analytical on the field and in the front office is what we're saying here. I think, right. They think they're going to get a steal of Jalen Rieger, not a steal, but find some guy who is the the speedy route runner on the outside instead of the, the pick you should be taking, which is Justin Jefferson who had a national championship season and was one of the top three wide receivers in the draft. Oh, DK, DK Metcalf has an injury problem. DK Metcalf uh, maybe has some off-field problems. Okay, get your coaching staff to discipline him. Okay, you just re-signed Alshon Jeffrey, who's got a shoulder that doesn't work anymore. The guy's hurt every 10 seconds, but you take, you, you take him, but, you, but we'll go with him. Instead of taking a new guy who's an absolute beast, who's being compared to Calvin Johnson and Julio Jones and Terrell Owens. They can't Nobody stop talking knew. about him. They can't stop talking about they him. They can't. And but he's the on thing my is, fantasy like, team. People knew. Like, people knew. They knew, bro. They, they knew. knew. They knew. And people slept on him because they didn't need a wide receiver at the time, right? He got slept on by a lot of people last year in the draft. Right. Right. But they didn't need – like, the Eagles needed a wide receiver and took a wide receiver, a different one. A different one. A short, speedy guy. When they have Alshon Jeffrey, who's hurt, and he's our tall jump ball guy. Dude, you guys, they got problems. They got okay, problems. Okay, here, here's – They have uh, so here, many problems. Here's and, one and then, and then on top of that, talk about the hate, the reason that we started this conversation, the hate of the hate. The whole entire city, the whole entire city, I don't – 80-20 for sure are down the throats of Carson Wentz. Down the throat of Carson Wentz, the, 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 the leader of that team. The guy whose head you need on the, his shoulders going into battle every day. Could you imagine if fans were allowed in that stadium right now? How small he'd probably feel. I know he's a, I know he's a great dude, man, a guy. He, pr- he probably would be stronger than that, but it has to get to you playing quarterback in Philadelphia. And if there are fans allowed in that stadium, I don't know how he'd do it. If he were to turn on 97.5 The Fanatic or 94.1 WIP for five minutes – he would want to move. He put his house up for sale tomorrow. Out of this country. And that is the most unfair thing for Carson Wentz, the guy who led us to the Super Bowl 52, okay? If we didn't have Carson that year, Nick Foles was not putting up the same no. season that Carson no. Wentz did. No. He was not. No. Carson Wentz threw a touchdown and beat the LA Rams on a torn ACL, okay? Skip to, the, skip to the following season. Okay, year, another back injury, gets taken out late in the season. Okay, I get that. Skip to last year. The first quarterback in NFL history to throw for 4,000 yards and not have a single wide receiver on his roster over 500 yards, which means he was throwing to garbage cans, bro. It's his team. It's the team. It's the entire system. It's not him. It's not that guy. You think Jalen Hurts is going to come in and do better with that team? He's throwing to garbage cans. Dude. He's throwing to college practice squad guys. Exactly. It's It's not the same team. And and I don't think it's the coaching staff either because what do they have to work with? It's like sand falling through your hands. Like, what do you have to work with? I, I, I don't know how I'm bro. supposed to build a house with this. I don't know how I'm supposed to build a house with this. I, I can't. Now, now, here's where, you know, I say Howie needs to go. They need a new GM. But I do think they need a couple other, other pieces around Doug and Carson, right? They need to get a coach for Carson. Everybody agrees with that. They need to get a better defensive coordinator. Jim Schwartz played a really good defensive game against the Seahawks last night. But playing one-on-one against DK Metcalf, who is the highest – Shouldn't be in the highest, it shouldn't have been done, bro. Should have been it in the playbook. It shouldn't even be in the playbook. Yeah, that shouldn't even have been a thought. So let's get some other teams here, Dave. Who we, we just had? Uh, uh, what was it? Week eleven? Week ten? Twelve? Week week twelve? 
Week 12? I can't even remember what week it is, bro. Well, I'm just... We just watched Wednesday night, Wednesday day football to, <laughs> yeah. to, to throw things way out of proportion. I can't believe yeah. I watched the Steelers game at 3.40 in the afternoon on a Wednesday <laughs> in December. But I did. Steelers-Ravens yeah. got crushed, crushed with COVID. Both sides, really. Steelers had Marquis, uh, Marquis Pouncey go out today with COVID before the game even started, two hours before the game time. Wow. Uh, RG3 started. He looked like how RG3 kind of ended. Uh, game was sloppy as any to start. But at the end, Steelers found a way to win, and we are 11. I repeat, 11 and 0. I, I, I've never, ever thought I would see this day. Yeah, you know, I tuned on at the very end of that game. I was doing a couple of things around the house when I got home from work. And, Deves, man, your team, your team looks very good. And, you know, I have this, like, gut feeling that they're just the team. Like, that's just the, – the, the Chiefs, bro, the Chiefs are very, very good, right? And they're in the AFC, too. But I feel like the Chiefs are way more polarizing either way than the Steelers. The Steelers are just steady Eddie. They just get the job done. They show up and they win and they leave. The 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 Chiefs make it interesting for no reason. Against the against the Buccaneers the other night. Uh, like, the Steelers bro. do the same thing. No, the Steelers do the same thing. They totally do the same thing. Talk it's to all, me. It's Talk all to they me. do. I mean, the past couple of weeks, it's really they all all they do is make it interesting. This Ravens team, even though the Steelers had a couple of guys out with COVID, James Conner and our center, mm-hmm. uh, Pouncey they made it way too interesting. The, the mm-hmm. Ravens had all of their guys up from the practice squad. All of them. What, they have 12 total tests? Their entire okay. team. They're starting, uh, starting quarterback, Lamar Jackson, who, you know, M, you know MVP quality last year, and two, um, and J.K. Dobbins and Ingram, both out. They should have pummeled them, and they let them play around. Okay. So they let them play around. They let the Cowboys play around, which I knew was going to happen. Mm-hmm. An awful Cowboys team this year without Dak. Knew that was going to happen. They just they play, they play with their food. They play with their food way too much. I, the good thing about that, though, is that they're tested. They've played yes. team. Think about it, man. They're all NFL teams out there. They're all NFL-quality mm. players. They're all professionals, right? Mm. Now, the product on the field and the puzzle pieces together may not work the best all the time. That's when you see a 40 to nothing blowout. But, like, they all can play the game. And if you, you know, have a mistake, or they, they, all, they all can be close games. But what I'm getting at is, they're playing close games, even if they're bad opponents, and they're winning these games in clutch, clutch moments. If that makes sense, yes, yes. it does. Like, oh, should, it absolutely. Should, does. should they blow out the Cowboys? Yeah, it's not. It's not Ohio State versus mm-hmm. you know, Rockers. Howard, right? Rockers, right? It's not. It's not that. Right. It's the NFL. Right. And so any given Sunday, any given Sunday, any given Wednesday, rents do any given Wednesday. (laughs) So I think that actually the time testedness of the Steelers this season might actually help them. They played in those moments where even when you're there lined up man to man, you don't know that that's the Dallas Cowboys that are two and eight. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. Or whatever three and you don't No, That's another six foot five, six foot eight defensive end trying to come smash you in the face. Yes. So when you're lined up like that and you got to play a game like that all in between the hash marks and win, I think that, like you said, is what's going to take the Steelers to the next level. And obviously the core of any good Super Bowl champion team is a defense. And mm-hmm. this defense is the defense. Even though my mm-hmm. fantasy team, it's probably not saying a lot because my fantasy team is awful. They're one of the leading scorers on my fantasy team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're having a rough year in fantasy. Uh, I mean, that- beyond rough year. Thank God we don't have a, like a, punishment because i would be yeah. for sure doing oh it. we do whoa 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 there chief we do we 100 percent have a punishment we, we talked about this many times in the group really? chat. yes really yes i don't know where you've been 
I don't know. I don't know I don't, what's going on. I don't think we do. Loser is getting a lightning bolt tattoo on their ass. I don't think we do. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I don't We're, know if we have that. No, no, no. I'll check the receipts. Yeah, check check the receipts. They're breaking up. I can't. <laughs> yeah, going yeah. in a tunnel. Your ass. I can't really hear you. You're going in Your a tunnel. Your ass. Your ass is getting a tattoo, baby. I got to see who's second place or who's second to last right now and make some and, and work some magic. I got to work some magic. I don't yeah, know how I, I'm going to do it. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I got to work some magic. Dude, I, my honestly, first tattoo. My first tattoo. Lightning bolt on your ass, baby. <laughs> do I do it? Will we know when I'm back at home? Will we know when I'm back at home? Week 16. Week 16 is the is the final so might be one no week. week 14 week 14 is the final week of fantasy so we might know when i'm back at home I'm if you to... don't make the playoffs and have the worst record you came in last let's put it that way no but i'm saying like you, are you guys gonna come with me yeah dude <laughs> yes are you kidding me I'm a little nervous except you'll sense. you'll drive you'll drive because you have to be sober when you get a tattoo and the boys will be slammed in the car <laughs> so i'm the dd awesome awesome yeah. Yeah, it's it's a double punishment. Yeah, uh, dude. No, I I think I think you still have a shot. You got to make a move though in the next week or two, or you're done. So before we end our football talk, these there's two other teams that I want to discuss. Right, I want to discuss the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and I want to discuss the Arizona Cardinals. Right. Okay. Both both of these teams I chose as my fringe teams, teams that like, you know. You're interested to, to see make a run in the playoffs, but the last couple of years they've been a little shaky. Arizona Cardinals just absolutely ruined themselves by losing to the Patriots the other night, bro. I mean, now they're six and five. Now they're third in the NFC West, right? Behind the Cardinals, behind the Seahawks. Seahawks are going to make the playoffs. But they're in a fight with the Rams right now. And I genuinely believe, I genuinely believe the Cardinals are still going to be able to make this run for the playoffs, brother. I do. I do believe that. I think the Cardinals are who we thought they were. Bro, you're I think Cardinals the Cardinals hater. I'm a hater. I'm a you're hardcore a Cardinals hater. The Cardinals are six and five, exactly how the universe is supposed to be. Balance. Oh. Balance. Exactly how no, it's supposed to be. Oh, dude. Yep. Yep. No. yep. Kyler Murray is perfect, six and five quarterback. DeAndre Hopkins shows some flashiness. Love it. Great. Fun. Great. Make up, makes a couple catches. They could be five and six, or they could be five. Five and six, if he doesn't make that catch. So here's my thing, man. I love, I, I love new technology. I love young talent. Yeah. And yeah. I love to see these He's guys. He's the flashy new iPhone. He's the new iPhone. He's the flashy He's the new, new iPhone. iPhone. The Cardinals, the Cardinals right now are a beta, a beta iPhone release. And for those of you who have no idea what that means, it means that they are that new emerging technology that's not released yet and it's being tested. And guess and it's being tested. There's no keynote. The keynote is scheduled for maybe 2023, 2023. The Rams and the reason that I'm I'm also hating on the Cardinals, sure, right? Okay. Kyler Murray. I'm not going to get into that. But the NFC West as a division. Look who you got up north. You got Russell Wilson, the prototype for the type of player that Kyler Mar- Murray is supposed to be. You have, the, you have the iPhone 12 Pro. You have the mm-hmm. iPhone 12 Pro X Max, whatever you want to call it. That's, that's Russell Wilson up north. And then you have a good iPhone 10 that's still kicking around with the Rams. A little slow, though. It lags a little bit. A little when slow. You... We, we don't want a new update because our battery life goes down a little bit. 
But the Rams are also a good football team, a good experienced football team that have been there and done that and, and, and have a great head coach. The Cardinals, the Cardinals are, are, like you said, beta release. They're not even out yet. It's not the team. It's not the team, and they won't be. But I don't want, I don't want my comment about them being a beta release to seem like I'm diminishing. They will always be, for the next three, four years, my team of the NFC West. Because, bro, they have so much potential. They are literally, as soon as Russ is gone, they're going to dominate, bro. They are going to dominate with Hopkins, with Murray. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald will have maybe a, another year or two no. with, uh, with uh, Hopkins to teach him, to keep him going, get him right. Teach him. Just, He's already one of the best wide receivers in the league. Hey, always learning. What do we talk about? Always learning. Yeah, yeah, always learning. Yeah, true that. You amen can never that. know enough. Amen, especially, amen to that. Amen, it, amen to that. Especially from a guy like Larry Fitz. Yes. Yes. Amen. Larry, especially from from Larry Fitz. I mean, he's that he's that you know OG. Still got that old feel, but he's just got a good head on his shoulders. Exactly what Hopkins needs at year two or three in this league right now. While we're talking NFC West, uh, the Cardinals have a new neighbor. They have a new roommate. He got kicked out of his house. He's hanging out there for a couple of weeks. Did you hear about that? Go on, please. The San Francisco 49ers, due to Santa Clara County COVID restrictions, no gatherings, no sports, no nothing, including the 49ers. The 49ers have two home games during the length of this new restriction where there can't be any sports going on. Week, I forget what it is, December 7th and December 13th or something like next, Like this week coming up and another week in December, the 49ers will be playing at the Arizona Cardinals Stadium for their home games. Their home games. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And they can't practice there. So I don't know what they're going to do about practice, but they can't, <laughs> they can't congregate at all. Like all of their guys are gone. Like they're booted to different county, state. They can't organize there. So they're Very not playing home games. Well, talk about, don't talk about fans. Talk about having the game. So they're playing somewhere else, similar to like what the Raptors are going through in Toronto and mm-hmm. sending them down to, to Tampa. But that's another, another discussion for another day. Yeah. So they'll be playing two home games there. The funniest part about the whole thing is the Cardinals tweeted something the other day, which I feel like you'd love if you saw it. I sent it to the group chat. The news came out, breaking official. 49ers did a press release, tweeted it out. Cardinals quote tweet. Uh, I label everything in the fridge. <laughs> Go ahead. Do the quote for me. I suggest you put your name on everything in the fridge. If you do not, I will throw it out. I like, I like pancakes in the morning. <laughs> shit dude i gotta forget the rest dude if you do not i will throw it out <laughs> and, and, and whatever you do don't touch my drum set yes. that's what they said that's what they... yes dude uh, so suppose one of the best tweets this week so suppose the cardinals see me coming out of the shower i got a nice via hair going from my chest hair down to my you know what she said i had enough of the young bull now i want the old calf she grabs me by the wiener. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, hey, you talked about one, one other team before we got sidetracked. The yes. uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers right around the corner here. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You said that they were a, a team you were interested in. You didn't see them as a Super Bowl contender right away after they added all those names earlier on. Right. Right. And, and reason being, Deves, is because you they, are the also, they are also a beta test right now. Uh, they are one or two years away from solid dude. No preseason really hindered them. They couldn't, they threw all this talent together on the field and said, make it work. They had no time to mesh. Give them, give them this season, give them the first two, three games of next season. This is be a dangerous, dangerous team. You know what I'm going to compare the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to right now, right now, 
and you and I aren't going to like this because I do kind of like them. Their 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 chances later. I'm going to compare them to the Samsung Galaxy. Oh oh god! I know I know because I think it's trying to be all that, but it's not all that. <laughs> it's it's just not right. Right? The flashy commercials, the couple influencers, yeah. people should love them. They got a better ca- Who cares? They got a better camera, dude. This thing, this right. thing can do an emojis where I can smile and it looks like my face on a giraffe. Like, right. that's what I want from an iPhone. But regardless, I think they're kind of like a galaxy where I think it's catching on fire in our pocket right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. after the addition of Antonio Brown. Yeah. I like- think that the, the problem with the Buccaneers, and I think we talked about it previously or we talked about it independently, is that they added all these has-beens. For lack of a better word, dude, they're has-beens. They aren't they, – they're not never was. They, they were at their respective teams at their respective times. Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Antonio Brown, Leonard Fournette, LaShawn McCoy. How, how much further do you want me to go down the list of, you know, yeah. and Bruce Arians is, it, is it his time up as well? You know, they have some great pieces that they were already there with Evans, Godwin, and Ronald Jones, who's becoming the number one back there. Uh-huh. But you add in these has-beens that have all these other ideologies and places that they became in their career. They were the guy. They were the face on the stadium. And I don't think mm-hmm. there's like infighting going on, but just to become yeah. a team together, all the parts work separately, to be, but become the team together, that's tough. Mm-hmm. That's tough. New, and they have a new identity. They have a whole new identity as a team. And, and really, that, you're seeing that with, with Tom Brady and the play calling and the pieces he has on the field that are different than the pieces he had in New England. And I think that's why you see Tom Brady struggling as well. You don't see the play action passes. You don't see a lot of the dump offs. You have him going deeper to try to stretch the field with amazing receivers like Godwin Evans and Antonio Brown, but that's not their game. It's not his game. It's not all of their games together, right? Mike Evans is that deep there. Antonio Brown is that deep post route. Rob Gronkowski, just like they did in New England, he is that, you know, middle post, you know, tight end, tight end fly. Right now, at where all of them are in their careers, it's not it. And that's my take on them. And they're a Samsung Galaxy, all the parts put together. They're all really good parts. There's a really good camera and a really good screen. And, and it's just the operating system. When you put them all together, it doesn't work. Uh, Mr. Dievskis, welcome back to the Free Parking Podcast. I have nothing further left to say because I think you just hit the nail on the head, my friend. I, no I, I have no further comment. No further comments. No further comment. That felt good. That felt mm-hmm. good. That, that felt was good. very nice. That was very well said. Hey, lasting piece. I don't know how we didn't put this on the schedule, but I, I don't know how I even thought of it halfway through our conversation here. Dude, did yeah. you see the fights last weekend? Yeah, dude. Uh, I mean, I, let's put it this way. I didn't watch them live. I was actually streaming. Oh, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I was, I was streaming, um, doing the night job, the other night job. And, uh, and I saw highlights, right? And dude, the, the memes of, of Nate Robinson are just unbelievable. <laughs> so I shot down. So Bryce is actually in Naples right now, which is two hours south of me. And yes. I shot down. I had plans the entire time to shoot down and see Bruiser down in Naples, two hours away. We grabbed dinner. We forgot that the fights were going on. Like, you knew, but you didn't, like, have it in your plan, yeah. right? So we went to this yeah. spot. They weren't going to have them on after we were done dinner, so we had to bounce to another place. We went into this bar, and again, it's Florida people for, you know, everybody strapped up in New Jersey right now. It doesn't really understand the regulations. You walk into Florida, the place was swamped. It was swamped. Now, again, it was table seating, indoor, outdoor. So it wasn't, like, as crazy as you think. It wasn't, like, shoulder bar service type stuff. Mm-hmm. You had to pay a $10 cover when you went to the door. And everybody's eyes were glued. Every single TV in this bar had the fight on. And for me, we'll talk about Nate Robinson and uh, Jake Paul in a second. But for me, when the Tyson and Roy Jones fight came on, 
I got hair standing up on my arm just because we never got to see that. Right. We never got to see him fight. And I tweeted that earlier in the day too. I was like, Hey, is this the guy from the hangover with the tiger fighting? (laughs) Is that who we have on tonight? But we never got to see that. And even though, you know, 50, what 54 and 51 or 55 and 50, however old they are, Mm -hmm. dude, they're still scary dudes out there. Dude. Dude, watching them, watching their highlights and their training, Tyson still looks like he's fast as a cat, bro. It's it's crazy. I wonder if they had a little, not a pack, because they're they're killers, right? Those guys are killers, but dude, they're they're up there. They're up there. Was there a little something? If you if you watch the entire fight, nothing was super. I mean, it was a draw. It was a draw. There was nothing very flashy from from either of them. Tyson definitely threw more fights. Did he land them? There was no big hits like you saw in the Jake Paul fight. Was that on purpose? I don't know. Regardless, it was really cool to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, people said Tyson should have won, but none of his hits were like winner hits for me. And I think that might have been the play for those guys, but I would watch that time and time again. I mean, I, I'd probably watch that time and time again. It was, it was really yeah. cool to see. You know, my take on modern-day boxing is that it, it truly is a money grab. It, it's a money grab. UFC is legit. Boxing right. nowadays, it's, it's yo, these two are boxing. Oh, shit, boxing's kind of irrelevant. But when these names are boxing, we're going to spend our money on it. Look and at this entire, the, the, the entire card. I mean, I don't know the yeah. undercard, but the, 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 you know, the one before the headliner and the headliner yeah. were just names. They weren't just names. boxers. And they probably made a few million. Nate Robinson probably. Let's, let's just imagine, right? When Mayweather fought McGregor, it was, don't quote me on the statistic, but it was like every minute, each one of them made like, you know, 75K a minute. No, no, no. It was probably more than that. Oh, it was more than that. It was probably more than that. It was probably more than that, which is crazy. Yeah. Which yeah. is crazy. But yeah, it's the name grab. It's the money piece. Yeah. We all bought it. We're all suckers. We all buy yeah. into it. Of course. Yeah, of course. So going back into why a lot of us bought it too, was the, the Jake Paul, Nate Robinson undercard. Yeah. which was so bizarre. The first thing yeah. watching that fight, though, is that Nate Robinson isn't as short as you think he is. And it's funny when you put him up against Jake Paul because he's 5'9", I believe, and Jake Paul's 6'1". It's only a couple inches. But Nate Robinson on an NBA court, oh my he God. always seemed like he was 5'2", because all those yeah. guys are 6'9", plus. Yeah. Um, Fun fact about Nate Robinson, uh, I actually had a quick, quick stint with the Delaware 87ers ah. back in college. And Nate Robinson played for the Delaware 87ers, and I was working on court at the time. I was right on the baseline when Nate Robinson dribbled through that guy's legs to, to do the layup. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. I was there when that, that happened. That was, that was really funny. I was like, I was like whoa, what? Did Dude, I've never that? heard that story. That's the first yeah. time I heard that story. Yep, yep. Hold on. I was going to say something. What's up? Um, I was going to say something about Nate Robinson. You were saying he's uh, not as short as he seems. So at the beginning of that fight, I knew – I said in the group chat, or DeBryce sitting across from me at the bar, I said, I know some. this is not going to end well. Like, if this is going to end in a knockout. It was just that unconventional, like we talked about earlier, with the, the people on the card and how boxing is for a show. They don't yeah. really know boxing. Not that I know boxing, yeah. just like we talk about baseball. I'm like, I shouldn't be – you know, you should be teaching up people on baseball and I should be mm-hmm. teaching up on people in boxing, but I'm pretty sure you're supposed to put, kind of put your gloves up a little bit. Yeah. Not a lot of that going on. A lot of hard so, uh, hits getting thrown though. A lot of hard hits go, getting thrown though. And yeah. you knew somebody was going to get knocked out. Unfortunately, fortunately it was Nate Robinson. Mm-hmm. When he hit the floor, the entire bar just stood up. <gasps> like it was, it was so cool. It was so cool <laughs> to say. And then, and then I saw him still there and I was like, Oh my God, he might be dead. 
Um, that's that, dude. That's why we're suckers, bro. That's we why we get on our feet. Don't do it yeah, we get our feet. We get excited. <laughs> he might be dead because he's never done this before, and he's unprofessionally boxing in a ring for millions of dollars. <laughs> he could have lost his life. Oh no, he's good. He's good. That was crazy. That was crazy. So, did you see the backlash? Though? Not the backlash, but like the extra. Like now, other people want to fight Jake Paul. They saw him beat up yeah. Nate Robinson, and he kind of self-tatted himself as you know this ultimate fighter right you have people across the board saying let me have a chance at him and one of them is conor mcgregor yeah he called out mcgregor yep and their their camps are apparently talking as of today their camps are apparently talking and jake paul knows extremely well that he's going to go in there and make a million every minute and to get knocked out cold and and be perfectly fine when he leaves because he's going to get a check cut for 150 million or something. And Jake Paul and Conor McGregor know that you and I will be paying however much money to watch that fight, to watch that fight. And that is the circle of life of boxing. That is, yep. that is for boxing. The other one that yeah. called him out though during the fight, uh, I don't know if you you know him that well, but uh, one of the big heavyweight guys in the NHL for fighting on the ice, Evander Kane. From the San Jose Sharks. Okay. He, uh, probably one of the top three or five, like, badasses, I guess, in the league right now. You know, always, I, I, I don't know if he wins most of his fights, but he definitely gets in them more than most nowadays. Right. He called out Jake Paul. Jake Paul acknowledged him on his podcast or his radio show earlier today. So that could be another potential. They said Evander Kane, who? San Jose Sharks, who? I guess they're a little too stuck in TikTok world to know what a hockey team is. Nice. Um, but, that's another potential. I'm pretty sure the pay the payday will be higher with McGregor, but um, he's got a couple of challengers, which is which is interesting. So it's gonna almost be like a non what what is it what is it called when you have fights that aren't affiliated with anything, just exhibition matches? Yeah, yeah. So maybe yo maybe we'll uh, you know start seeing like an exhibition title chase to where Jake Paul keeps fighting these people and these exhibition fights turn yeah. into like their own side piece. Yeah. And it's like, now you're fighting for like a legit title, but it's, you know, not affiliated with ESPN. Dude, if every right. like four months we saw two jackasses from any walk of celebrity fight, take my money, take my money, take my money, take my money. Who's, yeah. can you think off the top of your head? Who's two people you would love to fight in the next, what are we going to call this? We got to call it something. Yeah. Yeah, well, once we get bigger, it'll be the free parking something or other. But, free parking uh, something. But anyway, let's, let's call it the Heavyweight, ex, heavyweight Exhibition Championship. Who's yeah. your two? I got two right now. Two that I'd like to see in the rank heavyweight right now. I'd like uh, to see not Shaquille heavyweight, O'Neal. Not, not heavyweight, but yeah, anything. Go ahead. Okay. Sha- Shaquille O'Neal versus Yao Ming in an yeah. absolute yeah. – Brock, dude, yeah. imagine that. Imagine is that Jurassic that? Park three? Is that Jurassic Park three? Dude, I think I've imagine, seen that. imagine if one of them gets hit and falls. Yeah. Everyone in their seat would go like this. If one of them, if one of them went down. Now the unexciting part is that one may be slow as any, slow as any. So that's our heavyweight for the night. You want to go to the undercard, the the welterweight, yes, yes. welterweight division. We don't like to talk about politics on the podcast. We don't like to talk about politics on the podcast, but let like, me, me. he's the ultimate celebrity. He's Donnie the ultimate T? celebrity. Donnie T? Mr. 45. He's the ultimate celebrity. No guy has gone from multi-millionaire to reality TV show host to all the properties, houses, cars. Play. 
to be president of the United States and the absolute, whatever you want to call it, for lack of a better word, I don't care if you're left or right of the aisle, circus that we've seen in this country uh-huh. for the past six to eight years that he's been a part of, to come out of that. Who's he fighting? That's what I need help with. It's him, though. It's so him. It's, it's got to be, be Donnie T versus Joey B, bro. He can't be fighting Joe Biden, though, because Joe Biden will be sitting president four years. And then by that time, Joe Biden's going to be like 85 years old. And Donnie T's up there, too. So, he's so, so you got to think of somebody older, too. So think of somebody older that doesn't like the Don. Like, who's an older? Robert De Niro. Yes. <laughs> Dude, yes. Done. yes. Done. done. Perfect. Perfect. Dude. Donnie T versus Robbie D. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Hold on. Let's do one more because we're on a roll. So we got the big, the big you know, middle-aged guys, right, with Yao and Shaq. We got the older guys, a weight class younger. Now let's get into, like, the 25 to 35. Are you there? I got one for you. And, dude, I would pay. Are you in a different realm, too, because we were in sports, we were in politics. Are you in a different, like I'm – in, I'm in sports still, but, like, an unlikely sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I would pay upward. I would pay two hundred dollars to watch this fight. Okay. Brooks Kapka. Yeah. And what's the fat guy's name? Bryson DeChambeau. No, not Bryson. Not Bryson. Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed. And just watch Patrick Reed get smoked. Yes. Yes. Oh I love it. God. I love it. I love oh it. Oh my god. What a good card. Ugh. What a good card. You got to give us the opener now. Give us the opening fight of the night. Who are we seeing? We're going to see – I think it's Brooks and Patrick Reed. That's our opening card. So it's Brooks, Patrick Reed, and then it's Shaq and Yao. And, yeah. then, it's, and then it's Biden – or it's uh, Trump De Niro. Trump De Niro. That's a <laughs> sick card. Trump De Niro that's card, bro. That's a sick bro. card. <laughs> oh, my God. That's classic. Should we even uh, publicize this, dude? If somebody takes his idea, I mean – yeah, we should. We should. Well, yeah. I would pay, like you said, two hundred dollars personally to watch Minimum. that card. Minimum. And well, if it isn't our producer walking into the uh, podcast as oh. we speak here, oh, how gentlemen, are produ- how are we producing there? <laughs> What's up, bro? How's it, how's it going down there? Coat one is done. Very how nice. long, is, Deaver? How long does it take paint to dry? Uh, why don't you listen to your one of your stories and then come back and tell me? <laughs> <laughs> you can't hear. I can't you. hear you. <laughs> You want to know what he said? No. (laughs) It's not that bad. What did he say? He said, as long as it takes for you to tell one of your stories. (laughs) (laughs) All right, in that case, (laughs) (laughs) all right, yeah, DJ, we're almost done. I'll see you in a sec. I think that's a wrap. I don't know. That's a wrap. That was a great podcast back. Yeah. That was a great podcast back. Steve, so like we mentioned a little earlier on in the podcast, we were going to get to it at the very end, right, bro? Mm-hmm, we got mm-hmm. a couple big ones for you here, man. You brought it up already. Fundy, bro. Fundy bought a nuclear missile launching capable PC the other day. Okay, and this isn't, this isn't news that's out to the public yet. So the listeners hearing this now, you guys are the first to know. Okay, on top of Fundy purchasing a brand new PC that could he potentially won, hack Russia. He won every single penny of it worth back today in a one bet that he put in the Steelers game for their team to score a touchdown defensively first. That is Continue. incredible. That's Continue. not, I did not know that, but that's incredible. On top of all this, ladies and gentlemen, to all of our listeners, to Mr. Deaver over there, brother, it's so good to have you back. And I could not be more excited to announce one of our new esports members on the squad, an avid follower of free parking, and one of our top supporters. 
Tones 393, Antonio Morello is now part of the Free Parking Esports crew, okay? And what does that mean? Listeners, you're probably, what the hell does that mean? That's me, that's Bush, that's Nader, that's Riggs, that's Fundy, and now we have a fifth in Tones, okay? And what is, and, and what else, okay? How does that matter? You log on to Twitch any night of the week, any night of the week. Oh my God. A free parking streamer is live. Repping the oh brand. Oh my God. Repping the brand from anywhere from five o'clock in the afternoon till one o'clock in the morning. Any night of the week, you will find one of us there. I didn't even think of those implications. It is endless content. It is it is all stuff that you will see on all of our social media channels shared at Free Parking Esports as well. Every night of the week. Sunday, Sunday to Sunday, Sunday to Saturday. Every single night. These, that's one thing you and I haven't even talked about. Riggs has a whole new schedule. He's streaming six days a week. I have a whole new schedule. I stream five days a week. Tones has a whole new schedule. He streams five days a week. Fundy's about to get his PC. He's going to start streaming at least three nights a week. Nader streams God knows how many nights a week. Almost every single night because he's that's playing, just what he does. Playing Russian poker four in the morning. Playing Russian poker with people from Sweden. God knows. I mean, he's he's got a Swedish bank account for all we know. And a Swedish Dude, girlfriend too. Good for him. It never ends. It never, never Dude, ends. Dude, I didn't even think, because obviously we knew everybody coming on board between Tones, Fundy's PC, et cetera. I was super excited for all that. Constant content. Constant. Constant. And, and all that literally needs to be done right now is just for Fundy to, to get his stream set up, and that's why we got the producer, DJ Nader. Uh, Nader actually built his PC, and he ordered it. So uh, Nader knows Fundy's PC in and out. He'll be able to get him up and running any second. And, uh, and brother, at this point, the only thing we're missing on our eSports front on Twitch is any hour you log on to Twitch, we have somebody streaming. That's the only thing we're missing. And to get there, we just need to go international. If we get somebody in England, if we get somebody in Singapore, I think I know a couple people. If we get somebody in the other countries that we can get the stream, we could be a 24-hour, we are never off anybody's screen. And that's something that we're, uh, we're slowly working towards. We are an exclusive group. For those of you guys that do stream and are interested in Twitch, reach out to me and Deaver. Uh, you guys know where to find us. Find us on the account. Find us on at Free Parking Pod on Instagram uh, or, you know, our personals if you have them. And if you're interested, we'll talk. We'll talk, baby, because, you know, if you're dedicated to it, we want you. We want you. And and, and that's all it is, bro. Deves, appreciate it, man. I, what an episode. That was what an episode. Shit. Dude, that, that was, was awesome. I forgot. I, I knew how much I missed it. But, like, until you get into it and just start talking, I forgot how much I missed it. And uh, I like, thanks I for like being a part of it. I like to win. So he said, I like a wing. I like the wing. That's what he said. Yeah. That's what he said. That was a good wing. That's a good one.